Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We have a terrific show for you today because there is no shortage of topics and when you're introducing Bolshevik communism and the New York Times and NBC on the same day come out and say get rid of the Constitution, uh, you're going to have some things to talk about. And we do have things to talk about with our guest, Bob Kudla from Trade Genius. And uh, Trade Genius is, uh, i got to tell you folks, it, it, I have never seen any people working in the market that have return on investments like I've seen with this group. And we'll talk about that a little later on. And I've also never seen such a consistent win rate. They win two out of three trades. So I would say that Bob Kudla has established himself as someone that when it comes to economic issues, I think you might want to pay attention because he's got it figured out. He's created an algorithm that actually tells people when to buy, sell, and hold. And if people just follow directions, they're kicking butt and trade genius. And he's going to bring some of that expertise to you today right here on the Common Sense Show. Bob, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. Dave, thanks for having me. Hey, let me just ask you a quick question before we dive into the current events here. Uh, I know you guys have had various return on investments in the last few years between 40 and 160% annualized, which is unheard of, and you're winning two out of three trades. Are you still putting up those kind of numbers? Yeah, which is really weird is that we... That that win rate, it's called a profit factor. So uh, just so people know, it's different than a return on investment because it assumes that you're, you're 100% invested at the right proportion. So I, that's why I never put ROI on there. I always put it's, it's basically a profit factor. So what we've done is we've consistently, it, we, we've always been anywhere between 63 and 67%. Oh um, our algorithm has been optimized to that. It, it works. We have no need to change it. We're pretty happy with it. And, uh, uh, and I think it's because of human nature, um, works on our paper. And then in addition to that is that the, uh, profit factor is that when you win, you win more than when you lose on a trade. So we always have established a very positive profit factor. And, and, um, and so yeah, so we're, the annualized on that, let me just bring it up here as of this morning, because I do it every day, is that the profit factor, um, basically if you're 100%, 100% equal weighted on all the trades that we've done, you'd be about 139.54% as over the last two years. Oh my God, that's uh, unheard of. Is there anybody else yeah. putting up comparable numbers besides yourself? I mean, generally speaking. Yeah, I don't know. See, we're small, so we can always beat the markets. So, um, but what I will say though, just, just so I don't oversell the service here, is that you're never you're, you're never equalated, and you're never. So we usually about two to three times what you, you you'd win on a on a stock market. Okay, so so we do pretty well, and uh, and 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 the reason why I do this in the first place, Dave. Uh, thanks for you know letting me plug this. Is that you know. Um, just to show people that it works, but we teach you how to do this. It's just, yeah. You're not just sitting back there at the foot of Bob on top of Mount Trade Genius, you know. So we give you access to the algorithm. We give you access to the uh, uh, the indicators, and we teach you how to use it. So you can trade mm-hmm. things that we don't trade. And, wow. you know, for example, today we're in trades today that are up, and the market today right now is getting absolutely gobsmacked. Okay, so um, because you know, we look at not only the algorithm, we look at seasonality, 
and we look at what's called correlations too. So when some things are down a lot, you tend to have some things up a lot. So uh, and then obviously we have, we use common sense when we go on the common sense show. You know, <laughs> Europe Europe is uh, is absolutely imploding. They don't have enough natural gas, so it just it, it it gives to buy natural gas stocks. And so we have a we have a bunch of them. And guess what they're doing today? They are up sky high, and and um, because uh, that is a macro trend that's going to keep paying us. So. So we incorporate all those different mechanisms in there, but we, we always beat the market. And, uh, and, and, and you, you can't choose your discipline. So if you follow the trades, you have stops, you have targets, you manage your positions, you don't get greedy, you're going to do well using our system. Yeah. And, uh, and if you don't let me, mind me plugging, Dave, is that uh, we have promo code um, SCHOOL for 50% off anything that's not bundled. By Saturday, you take advantage of it. And, and if you want anything bundled, you can go ahead and uh, um, it's already pre-discounted, sixty-five percent off. But we ended we ended on on Saturday. That would be what the twenty-seventh of right of August. Let, let, me, let me ask you this question, though, Bob: Is when you say bundled, non-bundled, those are the teaching items, right? That tell people you know how you do what you do and how they can make money. Yeah, well, bundle to be, uh, we bundle the indicators with the service, signal service with the education. You know, so we'll do it with that, with stocks, we'll do it with crypto, we'll do it with, you know, future options in the VIP room, or we just have an education package for people. Non-bundled is, I just want the indicator, or I just want the service, or I just want the training, you know, or I don't want to do an annual, I want to do a monthly, that kind of stuff. So we kind of we give people a lot of choices, and we make sure we we have a good price range to fit any budget. Wow! So, it's, it's, you know, why aren't more people doing this? Uh, well, we're doing pretty well. So <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, um, why would you go to a broker and put all your faith in that broker and let the broker go ahead and spend your money? He makes his commission no matter what. And what you guys are doing is you teach people how to do what the brokers do. And, and you give them support. Why isn't this the model versus the traditional model where people are getting killed today? Yeah, well, part of it is, you know, some people just can't manage their positions, number one. Some people have no interest in managing their positions, number two. And some people are just scared to death to trade, number three. So those are people that won't ever use Trade Genius, okay? Okay. But... The other people will. It's a big enough market for me to be happy and and provide a you know uh, a good service for an, an, enough people. But the only thing I would tell people is that even if you don't trade with me, I have some people that don't trade with me, but they want to know what we're trading. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. so so they can see what's going on in the uh, you know in the markets right now. So uh, yeah, so that's that's. Um, you know, because we have, we have a pretty good handle on the macro. So what what we've done too, if, if you don't mind me explaining, is that we have years and years of probability data. So you know, we have a good feel from you know, if it's this month, what do you do? You know, if it's this election cycle, what what happens? If it's this month, what do you do? And you know, if what day of the week it is. And what day of the month it is. So we, we have all those probabilities that kind of inform us day to day as to what to expect. You know, even though sometimes obviously probabilities don't work out because they're called probabilities, not certainties. And so we use that as, as, uh, our, uh, our launching points. And then, then we go ahead and we look at our, our algorithm that looks at levels. So it tells you, are we in buy to dip mode? Are we in sell to rip mode? The market flipped last week from buy to dip to sell to rip. You know, an oil flip from sell the rip to buy the dip. And so now we're looking for opportunities based on the levels, and then we have a momentum indicator that tells us whether we should be in or not. And so we incorporate all three of those, and then um, I know that's available for our um, our clients. They know that. I talk probabilities, uh, but we give them the, uh, the other two uh, indicators. And, and then finally... Um, you know, we we look at uh, different macro trends. Like, you know, you can't avoid the fact that Europe is imploding right now. It's, that's why the dollar's up so much, Dave. And so, uh, and that's causing a lot of stress around the world. So, and Jerome Powell is trying to raise rates into an environment. He's basically throwing uh, he's throwing lithium batteries into a fire. Okay, 
So uh, I don't know, you know, really what their end game is. They're trying to break the oil market, I suspect, but I don't think that's going to work for them. So, so that's kind of how we do things and we structure things. And then I'm involved every day. So uh, we just help people just keep grinding their way to uh, to profitability. That's, um, I just can't believe more people aren't doing this because I would never, ever, ever, ever go get a broker now and say, yeah, I, tr- I trust you with my money, go ahead, and I have no say in the process. I would never do that now. Yeah, and we get a lot of people from our audience who uh, are part of Trade Genius, and we hear uh, about this. Uh, turn this into a second income. Do we, does anyone ever turn this into first income stuff that comes to you? Uh, I'm, I'm sure people do. Um you know, they uh, probably, I would say maybe 10, 20% of the people become full-time traders that use us, but a lot of people definitely use us for second income. Yeah. And a lot of people use us just to make sure that they're managing their retirement portfolios correctly. I, I would say most of my customers still work, okay? So can we, you have access to my system. Uh, you get the alerts via Discord. You get access to the chat room via Discord. You know, you get our trade signals via Discord. You know, and you can trade on your phone. So we have people at work get the signals, trade, ask me a question. They can do it all from their phone. So I would say most of my customers still work. I would say 60, 40, you know, and then, uh, you know, that, out of that 40%, maybe 20, 25% of these. That's uh, it's an amazing story. It really is. But this is why we have you on to talk about economics because, you you don't just go out there and preach the message about this is what's coming, you know. Hey, p- repent before you die. We're not getting that from you. We're getting hard facts from data, and uh, I, I'm interested too. You know, it, this is a topic we should have off air. But I used to teach, uh, among other things, research and stat at the university level, and so I, I'm getting the feeling what you do is is you are correlating for your probabilities. You're correlating past events as an overlay on what you're thinking about investing in, and then you look at current market to complete the probability. That's what my, my sense tells me you're doing. You're using all the correlation techniques. And uh, do you have that programmed into a software that does that for you? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And, uh, we, yeah, we do, for the probabilities we do, yeah, and, and the rest of it is really based on chart action. So, uh, but, you know, there's certain things you just know, you know, like, um, you know, if you're long oil, your hedge is, is, is the bond market most of the time, right? So, you know, there's certain correlations that hold, but when they don't hold, like today, oil's down, market's down, bonds are down, so volatility's up. And that's what's called, this is what, what's happening today is called a liquidation day, Dave. So we're having a liquidation day. Every, everything is being thrown away. And you have to understand why is it being thrown away? Well, it's because Europe is absolutely imploding, okay? And the 21st century black death of Europe has begun. And, and it's because of natural gas. So we anticipated that, and so we positioned ourselves in natural gas. And I'll make this point, too. I am not a, um, for people listening, I, I'm not a Lambo guy. I'm a pretty conservative guy. And so, you know, my long-term portfolio is stock full of energy names that pay really nice dividends, Okay. And they're stocked full of natural gas dividend players and natural gas distribution players and ethanol distribution plays. And, and, and then I own some natural gas producers. You know, you, we get Devon Energy, you have Southwest Energy, you know, there's a number of them. And then I own a number of uh, ones that pay dividends are greater than 10%. And the stock's moving up 10%. I mean, how do you, how can you not love that? And this is a macro trend. So we just put these things in front of our, our subscribers. And that's why I say grind your way to profit. Most people can't win trading when they're just when they're yoloing all the time, okay? And so you have to uh, you got to take the base hits, and you'll just keep grinding away. Yeah, that's see. I think this is really good. We got to take a look behind the curtain because you come on here and you talk about world trends, how it ties to economics, and what people should look out for. Now we're getting some insight is to the expertise that you apply to your business, and I think this just enhances your credibility of what you're saying. But let's look at the world of finance here for a second. Well, you know what? Before you leave this, though, uh, since you brought this up, people are going to say, well, Dave, don't end it here. Tell us how to get involved. Uh, go to uh, Trade Genius Academy. Uh, dot com, and uh, you can uh, then click on the link, 
and you can look at what they have and you could decide, you know, what level you want to enter on, bundled, non-bundled, 40 or 50% off for the non-bundled, 65% for the bundled, and your deadline uh, to get those discounts is this Saturday, the 27th at midnight. And uh, I'm assuming that specific time. And also, you um, have used the coupon code SCHOOL. I think that about covers it, doesn't it? It, it does indeed. And, yeah, we, we use Hawaii time. So that's kind of in crayon. So, you know, if somebody comes in at 1201, it's not like you turn into a pumpkin. Okay. <laughs> got it. I got it. All right. Well, we're, we're looking here. Um, the country's falling apart. The people are are really pissed. I've never seen this country this pissed off. I grew up during the Vietnam years, and I thought I saw a lot of anger then, and nothing compared to now. Even NBC and Chuck Todd acknowledged yesterday that things aren't working. New York Times says things aren't working, but their solution is to throw out the baby with the bathwater and get we at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they, in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com, that's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. Get rid of the Constitution. They're both calling for that. These are now mainstream media talking points. Everything will be better if you just let us get rid of the Constitution. Uh, are things going to get better? Is that the answer to getting it better? What do you think, Bob? Yeah, yeah of course not. You know, see, the Democrats always want to operate with no rules, right? So they want to create reality every day. And, and the Constitution is just this pesky document that keeps them from having total authoritarian control. So that's not going to happen unless you get a civil war in this country. Uh, well, if they try to do it, they'll get a civil war in this country and the Constitution will still prevail because the woke left won't survive an angry right. So um, it would be the most lopsided war in American history. <clears throat> but um, So we can set that aside. I think... I think those opinion pages on the New York Times are are designed to be provocative to get you to read their newspaper and and to get their clicks. To be honest with you. So, because look at um, Elon Musk and Bezos have done a 180. Uh, the the elites in this country are getting scared. I think they they bought the, the wet hook line and sinker. 
and and I don't think they expected what's happening in Europe to happen. Okay, remember these guys are extremely extremely arrogant people. Okay, they think they're King Canute. Well, I shouldn't say that King Canute. They, he didn't expect uh, push the. He he showed the the sheer idiocy of being able to control the tide. So I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to bust on King Canute. He had it right. King Canute's <laughs> advisors told him that he can he can control the tides, and I think the WEF they th- they thought they could control everything. So you know, uh, I think it's Nassim Talib. He's the he's the guy that talked about basically volatility, and so uh, you guys can look him up. And when you try when you try to create a non volatile environment in an open system. You all you do is stretch it out, and then you create a volatility wave that is is proportional to the to the suppression period. And so we're now coming out of this this controlled environment that the WEF and the Federal Reserves around the world. Uh, let's just call these people the globalists because I don't even know all the names these people use. The globalists thought they had this thing down lock, stock, and barrel. Okay. And um, I thought their, their, they thought their piece of their resistance would be the uh, the actions to the pandemic, okay? But some things went wrong there. Uh, people didn't die from the pandemic, okay? And so they um, and and I don't think they expected um, the because uh, they probably believed the pharmaceutical companies when they said there would be no long term harm. From from the um, uh, uh, you know the the medicine, if you will, and so now you have a situation where the American people and people around the world do not trust either of these two institutions anymore. Okay, and um, and do we have to bleep that stuff out, Dave? No, no, I I don't think we do. No. Okay, so. Um, so anyway, I, this is important politically. I'm not going to get into the whys and wherefores all that, even though I was never was vaccinated and I don't trust them. And so, um, so you have a situation now where where there's a lack of trust, and they thought they can use that and springboard the success. See, I think they thought they were going to they were going to they were going to save the world and be honored to a, by a grateful world. Well, it was just 180 what they thought, and then. They thought they could. They thought they could bluff Russia, okay, and they thought they could. They, they could contain Russia, and and um, Putin proved. I don't want to say more. He, he had more stamina, if you will. You know, he's just throwing his body at this problem, and he hasn't even begun to. He hasn't even begun to uh, uh, launch off his. Uh, his. Um, I'll get some feedback on your mic. He hasn't begun to to, uh, to actually use his strategic weaponry yet. So this is what happened this weekend with his with his advisor's daughter being killed. They just came out with um, a trail of the person from the crash site or explosion site all the way to the Estonian border, and they have a picture of who she is. Okay, and she is. Um, um, Ukrainian, and she was a service member in, in Ukraine. So I think that war is going to really heat up. And the Europeans did not did not think through any backup plan. So you're going to have an absolute bloodbath in Europe this this winter. I mean, literally, businesses have to shut down, Dave. I mean, so you're going to have maybe 50, 60, 70% unemployment. People are going to be cowering in cold homes with no money, no food, no job. Switzerland is actually panicking right now. Panicking. Because they think the social, the social chaos that's going to come upon these cities is going to be um, things they haven't seen since World War II. No, I, I, there's another place we've seen it. It's called Bosnia in 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. That was a kind of a, but that was ethnic. This is uh this is absolutely going to be uh, economic and political. True. That's true. And so you have um, a situation where there's no way the West thought this was going to be their plan. I think they thought 
they they were going to manage to transition out. Oil prices may go up a little bit, but that's just going to force people into the into the areas which we want them. Oh, so, but again, it, another overshot. And so now you have this situation where they totally lost control of everything, and it's going to start scaring people. And and uh, Europe's already scared. And we haven't even talked about China. So that's the black swan in Europe. We got the black duck going on in China. Okay, with the their banking system has reached peak saturation of their rehypothecation. And what rehypothecation means, it's a nice word saying their Ponzi has reached its terminal velocity. And so now you have a situation now where the whole banking system is going to implode. Okay, so, uh, and so China has to deal with that. At the same time, you know, uh, they're, you know they still don't have enough energy, they still don't have enough food, they have industries shutting down because they don't have enough energy. It boggles my mind. And so, um, and then you have this country here, which we have enough energy, enough food, enough everything, and, and we, we, we have a dementia patient running the country, and we have a stroke patient running for Senate in Pennsylvania. So we just have this, this weird, um, I don't know what you want to call it, this, this, this haze of, of zombieism in this country that, that is causing us from, from being effective. And then Trudeau is went totally, he went totally Castro. So, um, so you have this perfect storm coming together, which is just going to be uh, manifesting itself over the next 12 to 15 months. And, and people are saying that, you know, glory days are here again because the Biden administration passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which will be none of that. And, and you're going to see energy prices going up. You're going to see food prices going up. And you're going to see employment going down. And you're going to see cost of living going up, and you're going to see people's ability to pay for things go down right into the election. I mean, they couldn't have handed a better script to the Republicans if Mitch McConnell would stop being um, uh, Eeyore. <laughs> yeah, I, I no, I hear you. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The the bottom line is with all this is what they're doing economically is a disaster. Um, even if they wanted to go to totally renewable sources, which there's some merit in doing if it would work. I mean, we don't know if it'll work. But they didn't allow the transition period that they said they would. And so that we didn't get the opportunity to work out the bugs in solar vehicle or, or electric vehicles. We didn't get to work out the bugs on docking stations and having enough of them. It's just kind of like, buy an electric car, but, you know, good luck, and it's twenty five thousand dollars more and by the way we've wrecked the economy in the process and we're raising your taxes but good luck paying twenty five thousand dollars more for your electric vehicle it's the worst leadership model i've ever seen they have one objective and one objective only in my opinion that's to get rid of the automobile yeah well it's really total control so i have a friend whose uh, wife grew up in romania and she said look they um you got coupons right so you had to go get your bread every day. So you only could buy so much food every day. So they forced you to go to the grocery store every day. And if you didn't use your coupon, you couldn't, um, it was use or lose. And the same with, with, with gas, if you didn't even get a car, right? And the reason being is they wanted to keep you contained in your local community, okay? So that you could not then mass or you could not escape. And I think that's, that's an authoritarian model. So look, part of the agenda 31 or 30, 20, 30s, whatever the hell they call it, is uh, is that they want everybody shoved into cities, right? That's true. When you control people in the cities, you can you can corrupt the voting process in the city. You can do all those things in the city, and then you mix these people together where where the the predators are are on the prey, but the sheepdog doesn't care. And so they uh, that's that's their ultimate goal is to force. Look, rural America, right? Exurb America is Republican. Urban America is Democrat. So ergo, depopulate your enemy, right? And push them in where you can control them. That's their plan. And that's, and that's, it's just this fossil fuel thing is just a convenient, convenient, convenient thing. You know, plus, remember, these people are the parasites. You know, this is Hunger Game people, right? They're living. Hunger Game Village, whatever that place they in, and and all the districts are supporting them. Well, you know they they don't want they don't want you to have independent voice. They want you simply as a cog in the machine, right? You're you're a matrix battery to them, and so um, uh, 
but it's not working. You know, and just thank, get on your knees every day and thank God that he gave people wisdom to set the Constitution up and our governance the way we did because we did, it didn't allow a Castro, I mean a Trudeau, to become a Castro in Canada and just totally subsume the country. But that's been the Democrats' goal since the 30s, right? They want to federalize, 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 federalize everything. And, and to, you know, they've been partially successful, but they're reaching, a, they're reaching the end game on that. And so, uh, so my bottom line here is that the French aristocracy didn't think, see it coming either, and I think these globalists have, have run out of runway. Okay, and and now things are going to be imploding in on themselves, and um, you know, no accident. Obama has a home in Martha's Vineyard. You know, he he wants to make sure he wants to see people coming on a boat, right, to get him. Um, and so you're going to see all these leaders be bugging out here uh, in short order. Yeah, I. I'm not sure I share that optimism. I still think they got a lot of fight left in them. Uh, subjugation is their deal. Yeah, they do want to hurt us into cities. I mean, at least the UN documents that the WEF embraces, and they train some of our leaders, they call for this. So I think you're right about that. But I don't think they have shot all the bullets in their proverbial guns, so to speak. I think they've got a lot of misery to hand out. And the misery is the breaking of Europe. I mean, you're absolutely right about this. Bob, I called for this in 2014. When we had CIA operations that were executing uh, Russian uh, proxies that were running Ukraine, and they were being replaced with nationalists like Zelensky, I said, watch out. Because if you push Russia too far, they control X percentage of natural gas, oil, and so forth into Europe, and they're going to use this. I even predicted that Germany one day, because of that pressure, might leave NATO and join with Russia because of the the energy situation. Well, that prediction ended up not being correct, but everything else I said is because there's real distress coming. And I'm reading projections that saying that millions could starve or freeze to death this winter. Yeah, you know, I mean, normally I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty self-contained on these wild predictions, but I, I just don't see how you, how, how people are going to get around it. Um, you know, I know Germany is desperately trying to fill their natural gas um, storage for the winter. I think they're at eighty percent, but you know, they, um, uh, but that's just subsistence living. You know, so you know, look, people bought the socialist model because they they were promised uh, calmness and certainty, okay, and be able to uh, uh, not have surprises in their life, and also be able to take their four week summer vacation, right? And and uh, and they're getting none of it now. They're not getting peace. They're not getting prosperity. They're not getting certainty. Right, and they're not, and, and and now they have no money, and now now they may they may put themselves in the position of, of starving to death, and it's just a an absolute nightmare. And uh, but you know the whole thing's breaking down on these guys, and you know and I, I, I you know I don't disagree that I'm not saying happy days are here again. I'm just saying that the model that these guys thought they can take it over the top and control the world. For the Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to mypillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. Mypillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Forever is breaking down on them. Okay? And and so I I think it's gonna be problematic. I don't and Europe's a flashpoint. Look, China's not monolithic either. You know, there's mandarins there that, that hate China, hate Xi, right? They're just biding their time. They're waiting for him to stumble. And these people are not anti West. These people would they don't care less about the you know, fighting America and fighting the West. They, you know, these people would rather just make money, okay? Where Xi is you know, I hate the word nationalist. I'm a nationalist, but I am not a warmonger, okay? 
So you could be a nationalist without being a warmonger. It says that you want to defend your country. You know, so uh, I hate when they, they they automatically assume nationalist with a um, uh, a a expansionary empire building bent, right? So you know. America, we don't want to expand our empire. You know, well, put it this way, our physical empire, the people in charge, the, the, the neocons have some sort of other, you know, agenda out there that I don't agree with. I'd rather just live and let live, make America's fortress America. Nobody's going to screw with us. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, but we've gotten ourselves in this situation where we have our, our fingers in every pie. And I think, I think you're going to see a lot of that breakdown too. So it's just going to be a, a chaotic situation. You know, I tell people all the time, one country, where do you want to live when all the hell breaks loose? Right here. <laughs> right here. Okay. So uh, you, you can't tell me in any other country you want to live in that you think you're going to be better off in. It's, it's right here. I agree with you about your physical location. But I've been looking at the digital, and I've looked at Executive Order 14067. I've looked at what Jim Rickards has said about it. And what that basically does is it puts your money on a social credit system, or if you misbehave, oh, it's just like Trudeau. We'll take all your money for supporting the wrong cause or saying the wrong thing. And and you look at the world, and I look at Ukraine this way. Ukraine is a war between competing monetary ideologies. you got the digital-based countries that are that's coming in, NATO. U.S., Canada, and then you've got the other nations that want gold back. They don't necessarily like Putin, but they don't want to be locked in a digital system. Your money's better off in gold back than it is in digital, isn't it? Yeah, of course, except that what gold back country are you going to move to? Yeah, I said I'd rather live here, but I think my money might be safer in a gold backed economy. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, that's, you know, that's true too, you know, but we have to see what that looks like at the end. Look, they. They very easily can, uh, um, you know, in the United States, if you don't declare where your money is, you can go to jail, okay? So, you know, that when you fill out your tax return, they ask you, do you have any foreign bank accounts? Do you have any, any foreign, you, you have an interest in any foreign companies? All those stuff is asked of you. And if you don't, if you don't tell the truth, you, you put yourself in a position where you can be arrested and jailed. And so, you may have your money somewhere else, okay? And the federal government could just knock on your door and say, I, I need you to repatriate that money right now. If you don't, we just passed the law that says all the money has to come back to the United States. Then what do you do? So I'm just saying, so, you know, people think they have these exit, you know, unless you're willing to, you know, um, live on the Cook Islands or, or, I mean, just have a really, really, really spartan existence somewhere, you know, you, if you have any kind of money, you're you're a target. So you're better off trying to fight for something here, okay? So, and uh, so you know, look, at, it, inevitably, right? You know, if you're a Christian, you know, you see the end game anyway. But it's just really a matter of you know, you don't just sit passively by, and you know, allow them to do things. You know, if God's ready for this to end, it's going to end. But in the meantime, you know, you just uh, you just need to keep. Uh, you got to move your chess pieces around too, and you have a lot of power. You have a lot of power legally, so um, you just have to just keep working your your end and being engaged. And you know, I was, one of my customers is from Poland, in Germany, it, it, during um, the communist uh, takeover there. And he said, "Look, he said in Poland, they, the the Russians and the Polish secret police had a lock on the Polish people. You couldn't do anything. People disappeared all the time." Then all of a sudden, enough of the people in Gdansk said no, and they couldn't kill them all, okay? And they had a stranglehold on an industry that, that the Polish government absolutely required. And it was part of the start of the fall of the, uh, of the Soviet Empire. And so, you know, I subscribe to the, to the point of view is things don't matter to people till they matter to people. And so I think it happened this year, last year with the schools. You know, Mama Bear hated Trump, right? So she, they put in Biden because Biden promised Kumbaya. And then he ended up getting this, um, this, uh, this disaster in the schools. 
and and then all of a sudden the mama bears got up and said, "Well, screw that. You're, we're we're relinquishing you a power." And it started from there. And then now you get the backlash from what happened in the 20s as a follow-on. The government, I think, deli sliced people against each other so much that they ended up being on the losing end of the deli, right? So, you know, if you notice the Hispanic registration rates between 1920 and 1920, uh, 2020 and 2022, is, is that it, it's a freaking redshift, okay? And, and so, Whatever they're doing is not working, and they're losing control. And and you know, I know they can spasm, and I know they can hurt people, and I know they can kill people. I know they can cause a lot of grief, but their way is ending. I don't. What what replaces it is to be to be seen, but their way is ending. Yeah, but right now, if you ever seen a rattlesnake caught on a um, end of this uh, this snake grabber. And it uh, pins it. It's like picking up trash. And you ever seen them writhe and struggle? It's amazing how much struggle and fight there is in that rattlesnake. And and I've seen this happen until you get behind it and cut its head off. And and this is how I see uh, this administration right now with Garland and the rest of them. I mean, going after Trump the way they did in his own residence, and basically we can search anywhere and take anything, which is totally bogus. It's a general warrant, which is illegal. And, and it's, it's like the rattlesnake that's writhing and doing everything it can do to survive. And I think we're going to see a lot more pain and suffering generated by these people because they know their time is limited and they're trying desperately to hang on. Yeah, when the devil gets thrown to the earth, he knows his time is short, so he goes crazy. So, but yeah, I don't, you know, that's a whole other can of worms. I, these, that's what I'm saying, the arrogance of these people, they just don't care. They think, they think they may, you know, uh, keep power at, at, at the midterms and they can just keep doing what they're doing, but, you know, if they lose the house and the Republicans take over the house, I mean, it's just going to be a vicious war of revenge. You know what I mean? So uh, there's no good that's going to come from. It. Not that I'm saying that you know, a little bloodletting is, you know, I'm 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 staying out of it, you know. But um, we're definitely going to be in a recession in 2023. Just let you folks know. So if and if you're in industries, like it's Selena's back economic a little bit. If you're in industries are that are considered nice to have versus have to have, and if you're in a service industry that's good, nice to have versus have to have, you're at risk, okay? Um, because uh, the money is going to be going towards the have-to-have uh, things you need, okay? So you're talking food, you're talking shelter, you're talking health care, uh, you're, you're talking energy. Um, the services that are going to do well are things that, you know, if your electricity goes out in your house, right, or your water main breaks or your pipes break in your house, you know, those are the industries that are going are gonna, to are gonna survive and and thrive, but you know, but if you know, if you're a massage therapist or you're a barista or you know, you're, you're living what I call the the Corona lifestyle in the city, you know, you're at risk. I mean, restaurants probably are going to. Uh, if you notice the um, the the open table, the open table um, in San Francisco from one year to the next is basically collapsed. So reservations are falling off a cliff. So, you know, going out to eat is is now become a meaningful part of your budget. You know, uh, we go out once a week to eat, and uh, I'm not out to eat person. My wife said we got to support the local restaurants here, but it's at a point now where you know I, I said to my wife, I said it's 150 dollars for two of us to go out to eat, two entrees and a couple glasses of wine, and and then you know you're paying the the big tip, right? You're at 100, at $600, okay? And, you know, and then if you have $600 a month grocery bill, that's 1200 bucks, okay? You know, and if, and if you're at a 30% tax bracket, you know, you, you know, throw in there for that. So $1,600 out of your budget, right? So, you know, you're talking, you're talking now food and eating out is, is for most people, 20, 25% of their, of their, of their, uh, uh, gross, you know, their, their gross, uh, income. Well, that's not sustainable. You know, it used to be five to seven percent, Dave. Okay, and so that whole industries are going to implode. And what are people going to do for a living? Because everybody got 
everybody got crack degrees, right? And nobody wants to leave. Nobody wants to leave the uh, uh, the, this, the the coast to work where the jobs actually are. So it's going to be really it's it's really going to be a grapes of wrath kind of a thing where people had to leave Oklahoma and go to California kind of a thing. I think we're going to see some really big migrations here, you know, back to back to basic industries and away from um, these uh, highbrow service stuff. Really interesting when you say migrations. We currently have an amazing uh, water shortage here in the southwest. Colorado, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona, and all our water, for the most part, is fading into California and Mexico. Believe it or not, we're giving our water to Mexico. Millions can have to relocate. Yeah, I have some good news for you. I'm going to make a bold prediction that we're going to get one of the heaviest rainy seasons we've had in the last five years. And the one we had five years ago was one of the heaviest rainy seasons we've had in 100 years. So there's a thing. You guys can Google it. It's called the La Nina-Modoki Phenomenon. And so it's when you have warm water up against the coast, against a cold pool of water in mid-Pacific, against the warm water we're having, obviously, in the western Pacific. And the reason why things bearing out, the monsoon season in, in, in Arizona has been uh, significantly above average. That's just the number one tell. And the rainy season in Israel already started two months early. And Israel's a tell for uh, the rainy season in California, just FYI for people. These are one of the things that I follow as part of trying to make sure I check on grain prices stuff. So, so all this hand-wringing around, we're going into a fourth-year drought, we're likely to get a really, really intense uh, rainfall winter in, in the southwest. Now, that's just going to forestall, you know, because we might be in a secular 100-year drought, but we're going to probably get a reprieve this year, Dave. It's already raining also in South America. So um, those are the tells. So even though it's not showing up as an El Nino yet, there's a La Nina a La Nina configuration that looks like an El Nino, and it's actually more powerful than El Nino, and that's what's that's what's um, engaging right now. Well, that's good news. As long as you keep the U.S. Forest Service away from your town. I don't know if you saw what happened to Las Vegas, New Mexico, but the U.S. Forest Service is doing a controlled burn way too close to a watershed. It got out of control, the silt, the mess, the fire, every, still, fire is still going. And these people have less than 40 days of drinking water left in a town of 13,000 people caused by the federal government, and they're doing nothing. The federal government says, our fault. But they're not doing anything. And so they're getting this record monsoon season there. I saw an interview with the mayor, Mayor Trujillo. He said, we have record monsoon, but we can't do anything. Our watershed's destroyed. So it just, just this administration is not just uh, corrupt, just not anti-American, but they're also stupid as hell. Yeah, look, Dave, I can only bring the rainy season to you. I can't fix individual problems. Okay? I, I hear you. I hear you, Bob. <laughs> I hear you. W- wave a magic wand and change the people. It's just, it's, you know, you, you look at the insanity, though. I mean, this is how insane these people are. Everyone knows Liz Cheney's really a Democrat. She's got 60% approval of Democrats. And the Republicans bounced her in the single biggest defeat in American history in over a century. And what does she do? She claims she's Abraham Lincoln, and this is a mandate for her to run for president. Who in their right mind thinks that way? Yeah, look, these guys, they're, they're involved in painting pictures, right? So, you know, Joe Manchin was bought off, Liz Cheney was bought off, Adam Kinzinger, they're all bought off. So they're all, they all know that their political careers are ending, and so they, they shift left to be able to put themselves in a position where people say, hey, thank you for what you did, now we're going to throw you into this job. So, you know, Liz Cheney, it was personal with her, um, with Trump. Because, you know, Trump went after her dad, um, and, uh, and the family took it personally. And so, you know, so it was personal for her. So she, she, she has a major blind spot, but, um, she's a cautionary tale though. You know, you can't, you know, you can't do this stuff. And, you know, for anybody that's on the right that thinks that they can compromise with the left and be fine, the left doesn't care. They, they just, they just thank you for your service and put a bullet in your head. You know, Kinsinger, they, 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 
he went to the left and they still districted him out, right? Liz Cheney, no support. You know, all these people, you know, they, 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 they support these democratic things and then they get blown up, right? So, um, you can't trust the, you can't trust the left. Well, yeah, listen to this headline that's out there today. Liz Cheney says new political group will target Trump allies. How does that help you regain political power? Is she just operating on Operation Revenge mode? Yeah, she doesn't want political power anymore. She she wants a different kind of power. But look, they all hate Trump. Remember, Trump is the enemy of uh, of the of the uh, establishment. So it's all about get shorty, right? So, oh, by the way, I just got a note here saying Fauci resigned. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're kidding. That's what it says. I don't know if it's true or not. You might want to verify. But see. You know, he, he knows you better get out of here now because... Uh, yeah, you know, well, let's be careful where we go with this. Come, come November, you know. Yeah, he could be... Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, but we want to stay away from the forbidden topics here. Oh, no, I'm not saying... All I'm saying is I just said just showed her that he... I just got a note saying he resigned. <laughs> I have a hard time believing that. I'm... I, let, let's put this to the test right here. Okay, live radio here, folks. I'm putting down a Fauci resign question mark. No, that's not what he said. Oh, what did he say? Of course, this is a month ago. Hold on. Maybe oh, this no, he's stepping down in December after half a century. He announced his resignation. He said he may step down and not retire. This is according to WebMD. I don't know. How does that work? How do you step down but not retire? I have no idea. That's like saying I close my eyes but I'm not sleeping. I mean, this is ridiculous. Um, he says he's not retiring yet, and uh, he has more work to do, but he is going to scale back. Come on. I'm get, it depends who you read. You're getting different stories on who you read. Yahoo, yeah. Dr. Fauci to resign by the end of President Biden's term. That's another well, one. That was the original thing. And then... but. I guarantee you, if the Republicans take the House, um, he'll, he'll be gone that day because there's no way he's. They're going to call him up every week for testimony. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll become the the figurehead for uh, political harassment. Um, yeah, but the thing is, is unless they have the Senate, I'll put it this way: if the Republicans have the House, Biden's agenda is over. They just won't fund it. Um, but but if they get the House and the Senate. Someone's getting impeached. That's my feeling. Okay. You know, but, okay. Yeah, look, you know, look they're, they're, they're going to go after Garland pretty hard. They're going to go after Majorca pretty hard. So um, so what's going to happen? A lot of these guys are just going to bail out, and, and Biden's just going to be left with, with uh, the B team. Yeah, that, well, the, the B team won't be able to get anything through. Right, but they're caretakers. They're just happy to have the job. Yeah, there is one thing they can do to us, though. They love to rule by bureaucratic dictate. And what's interesting is the Supreme Court ruled against that, said, uh, hey, these agencies like the FDA, they cannot make up their own rules. That's to go through Congress. And that was a June ruling. But when you got Garland in charge of the uh, uh, Department of Justice, nothing's going to change until he's gone. You know, and that's the other thing too is even if the presidency leaves the Democratic Party in 2024, you have these wild-eyed liberal radicals in the DOJ and the FBI. How do you get rid of them? Well, you do what you do what Clinton did, and you do what Bush did before, which Trump did not do, is that you you just you ask them all for the resignation. Interesting. I, I think they you're. Serve, you know. They serve. They serve. If you as attorneys serve at the pleasure, serve at the pleasure of the president. So you just you just wipe them all out, and then you you then uh, promote the ones that are are uh, um, are more amenable to your political views. That's what every president has done, except for Trump. For whatever reason, he didn't do what he was. The things that he was supposed to do, you know, to protect himself. He had a blind spot there for some reason. But I guarantee you, you know, well, this time he will. And if DeSantis gets it, you guarantee he will, you know. 
and you and um, you know, and the other thing you do is you you get the power out of D.C. You know, you you, you just uh, look. I'm moving the Department of Agriculture to Kansas City. Well, who can argue with that? That's where we grow food, right? Yeah. I'm moving the Department of the Interior to Denver. Okay, uh, I'm making these up, right? You know, I mean, obviously Republicans going to move it to Utah, where the Republicans and you know, um, you know, or Des Moines, you know, if it's if you know that kind of stuff. You're, you get you get all these people. You get this. You got this parasitic, you know, communal system feeding on each other in D.C. You got to get the power out of D.C. You know. You, you, you say, look, I'm ending the Department of Education. I'm going to take all this money that we spend on education that Congress approves every year, and it's going to be a tax credit to the individual. Now, it's up to the state whether or not they want to tax that back or whatever you want to do, states. You can let it give it to the people and let, let the states fight with their people over taking money out of the people's hands, okay? And you get out of it, and you just wipe out the Department of Education. Okay. <laughs> Department of Health and Human Services, same way. Look, I'm taking the money we get from that. We have every state has a Department of Health and Human Services. We're just going to block grant you guys that money. Here you go. Get rid of those people. You know, I mean, it's just so, so simple. And you just do everything, and then you let them try to fight back what they think they can. And you just make it so logical. Oh, we're just pushing it back to the states. You know, you, you know, we're going to still fund it. You know, but now it's closer to the states. They can control it better. And then you wipe D.C. out. You know, the Republicans always play small ball while the Democrats play big ball, you know? And and so, you know, that's the things you do. And I think that's what Trump's going to do if he gets back in. I know DeSantis will if he gets back, if he gets in at all. But the other thing, too, is remember, if the Republicans take over the House, Dave, they can simply, we're not funding it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They'll cut the money off. Exactly. So FBI, you know what? We're only going to fund you 50 percent because this is and this is your charter now. You're out of this business. We're going to move the money to the marshal service. You see what I'm saying? And oh, by the way, um, IRS, um, no. We're going to put a law in place that says you can't audit anybody with less than this amount of money at all. And we calculate you only need this many agents to do it. Done. You see? You see what I'm saying? So. They can make the next two years miserable. Um, just because they passed this Inflation Reduction Act thing doesn't mean the next Congress couldn't undo it completely. Yeah, right. that's yeah, that's true. You're exactly right. But you notice how the Democrats are at a breakneck speed to get as much in as they can before the midterm. Well, the problem now is everything they have to do, they have to do, I, I don't know how much more they can do under uh, reconciliation, right? Yeah. So uh, they need 60 votes for a lot of this stuff now. And you know, and the budget that's coming up in whatever in October, whatever, it's going to require 60, 60 votes to uh, to get approved, right? So there's a there, you know there's going to be some um, there's going to be some wrangling there, you know, some stuff's going to get undone that was done in there, or or the budget just won't get approved. And you know, and and uh, all things aside, McConnell can just simply um, kick the can down the road to see who wins the election too, right? I'm just going to do a continuing resolution till the next election. You see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then, and then, you know, the day after the election, they find out, hey, we got control, and they play hardball. Exactly. Well, Bob, we're we're out of time here. I just want to. I want to talk to you, Dave. This has been really good. This has been fascinating to talk about the possibilities. But uh, just want to real quickly here, folks. You want to get involved in Trade Genius? All you got to do is go to TradeGeniusAcademy.com, and they've got specials on till Saturday. Forty, fifty percent off the non-bundled items, sixty-five percent off the bundled items. The coupon code is School. And uh, they're setting records here for return on investment. Uh, that's my term for it. And uh, also, too, for trades that they win. They win two out of three trades. Absolutely fantastic, Bob, what you're doing over there. But anyway, Bob, thanks for joining us, and I uh, look forward to our next time together. Thanks for having me. Thanks. See you later, Dave. Bye.
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control? Knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available. And that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.